welcome to the first podcast. We're going to go over a few different things today. Boo Hurt Butcher podcast. Thanks you guys for tuning in. Appreciate that. Uh, we're going to go over a couple things. Recent Boo Hurt events. Uh, Boo Hurt League World Cup. The IMCF World Championships. All that good stuff. Then we're going to cover some trends in Boo Hurt. Uh, give you my opinions, yay or nay, on a couple things that I've kind of been going back and forth and coming up here uh, within the sport, the way I see things going and, you know, weapons and equipment, tactics, etc. cetera. Uh, then we're going to finish up uh, with what's going on with all the local leagues, the AC Whats and the HM Who's and the Boo Hurt League, whatever's. Uh, we're going to try and see if we can get a beat on what's going on there exactly because it's a little hard to figure out. So, without further ado, here comes the first Boo Hurt Butcher podcast. like to thank nocturnal affair that was what you were just listening to uh the name of that song is it's no good which is pretty ironic because it's pretty damn good so head on over to their spotify the nocturnal affair and download that new single and all their other music so uh you could be a cool kid and uh say you knew them back when they were just getting huge they're also touring a lot this year so definitely check out their website and see when or if you can get tickets to their next upcoming tour. All right, so let's get into the first thing. First things first, recent Boo Hurt events and news. Well, Boo Hurt League World Cup happened. Everybody was super stoked on that. Uh, Really enjoyed watching it. Um, Dominus, uh, of course, made America proud, went over there, kicked a lot of butt as did all the duelists uh, that competed for the USA as well. Uh, So it was a really good turnout. Uh, There was a whole bunch of stuff afterwards, you know, a bunch of nonsense about, you know, who owns this and who owns what. But as far as the event goes, uh, it seemed to, I I wasn't there, but it seemed to have gone off quite well. So uh, congratulations to everyone that was involved with that. Um, Couldn't have gone better from what I heard. Everybody seemed to have a great time that I know that went. Uh, and uh, everybody's already looking forward to fighting in tournaments and earning points to the next World Cup or whatever they might call that event because Boo Hurt League is no longer Boo Hurt League, as you might have heard. Boo Hurt League is Boo Hurt International, so they've changed the names of a few things. I hear they might be changing a couple of different um, AC rules and etc. So there's a good chance that the World Cup might also find itself with a new name. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll keep you posted on what that might be as well. 
in addition to the Buhert League World Cup, the IMCF World Championships were in Belmonte. Uh, America represented heavily again there as well. Uh, came home with a grip of medals. A uh, bunch of successful duelists and the fives and um, I believe twelves team. I always get confused still between which one does tens, which one does twelves, but I think it was the twelves. Uh, they also crushed it, so congratulations to them again. So that covers the two main uh, international competitions that just passed. Uh, they were a couple months ago or a month or so ago now, but I wanted to touch on them and definitely give shout-outs uh, to everybody that went over there and fought and fought their hearts out and did the best they could. Not including that guy from uh, from Florida, uh, whose name we won't mention here, but you know who you are. Anyway, if you uh, if you're not sure if I'm talking about you, if you bought your way onto the national team and then fought one round and quit on your country, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Okay. Let's go to local events. Local events. So, here in Las Vegas, which is where I hail from, uh, we just recently had a uh, what we call a sword sports gathering. We were able to get some local HEMA clubs and some other fencing clubs into our little Boohert School, which is located in downtown Las Vegas, the Medieval Combat Academy, Wolves Den Medieval Combat Academy of Las Vegas. Uh, so, we uh, packed some people in then, and we had some demos and a couple of fights. It was a good, good day. Uh, a lot of a lot of cohesiveness, uh, a lot of co-training, um, a lot of knowledge being passed between one group to the other. So that really couldn't have gone any better. Uh, I want to thank everybody that was involved with that. Uh, the Noble Science Academy, Fireblood, and of course the Wolves Den Fighters themselves, uh, ourselves rather. Uh, we also had a, a representative of the Battleborn Knights there uh justin so uh it was good to good to get at least one of them involved we were supposed to have two but hey some tigers don't change their colors it's unfortunate but maybe next time we'll be able to get a couple more guys if not thanks to justin appreciate that appreciate everybody that came out people who bought tickets people that came and supported we really really appreciate you Uh, upcoming events. Uh, so in LA, they have a, uh, pro fight event coming up called the golden ring. Uh, on this podcast, I'm pretty much going to stick to kind of the Southwest region here. Uh, that's where, um, you know, if you want more information on the sport itself, I'll be happy to direct you to full on directories that will list every event happening around the world. But I don't want to take up too much of your time here, so we're going to keep it relatively local. Las Vegas, Nevada, the surrounding areas and states. So, Los Angeles has a the LA Golden Knights, not to be confused with the Stanley Cup champion, Las Vegas Golden Knights. If you didn't think I was going to fit that in there, then you weren't paying attention. Uh, so, the Los Angeles Golden Knights. We'll be hosting an event called the Golden Ring. It looks like it's going to be a series of pro fight events, so definitely check for that. That's going to be happening soon, uh, as well as a couple more events in California. I know uh, the uh, company, the Gauntlet Rose, 
is hosting their Fresno tournament again. You can find more uh, information about that on Facebook. Just search Company Gauntlet or Order Order Gauntlet Rose. Gauntlet Rose. Look up Gauntlet Rose. It'll pop up. Uh, if it doesn't, just ask me, Boo Hurt Butcher. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, I think that's about it. And, of course, this podcast that you're listening to right now. And I'll be happy to direct you wherever you need to go. So, uh, moving on, one of the trends uh, I wanted to discuss here in Boo Hurt, especially stateside, is an awesome one. One I'm really happy to see. Um, one I'm happy to be a part of as a, a small uh, combat academy gym owner, um, the focus on fitness. And if you're focusing on fitness, you definitely want to go ahead and check out Vance Fitness Supply. Uh, Vance Fitness, uh, definitely check them out on Facebook. They were kind enough to uh, uh, sponsor our gym uh, with some equipment. Uh, it's really good stuff. It's real strength training equipment. And you're asking yourself, why do I want to go with Vance Fitness? Well, the reason you want to go with Vance Fitness is we like to help our own. Uh, the owner and operator of Vance Fitness uh, is a fighter from the San Jacinto Knights. So not only is he strong in the fitness community, but he has a good idea of what this sport requires as well. So go ahead and bounce ideas off him and get some ideas of what you and your team can do to get strong. going to have to get strong coming up here. Uh, it's really starting to matter. Um, the the leagues have definitely separated themselves. You can tell which ones are for the serious, trying to fight international crowd, and which ones aren't. And if you're in that, in any of those leagues where you hope to aspire to fighting in national or international level competition, you're definitely going to want to focus on that fitness. So check out Vance Fitness on Facebook, and I, they might have an Instagram as well. I don't know, but I know they're on Facebook. Reach out to them there and uh, see how they can help you and your team get where you need to be. So that's one of those trends that I'm happy to see. You know, uh, a lot more people taking their overall fitness seriously, a lot more people taking their overall training regimen seriously. Um, it's definitely seemed to go that way over the last, I'd say, few years. Uh, now, of course, there are always people that took it seriously, and surprise, surprise, those are generally the people that dominated. Uh, but now there is a greater number. Uh, it's I, I would dare to say the majority of teams seem to be focusing intensely on their training, uh, both sports-specific and strength training. So thank you to everybody that was behind making that gear shift. Uh, it's led to a more competitive sport. And as you see, it produces great fighters uh, as the results from both Boo Hurt League World Cup and IMCF World Championships will tell you. Another big uh, gear shift that you've probably noticed in Boo Hurt Armored Combat over the last couple of years is a strong focus, a even more determined focus on the grappling aspect of the sport. Now, obviously, grappling has always been a huge aspect of the sport. The idea is to get your opponents on the ground, so wrestling is always going to be in some form involved. Um, but if you've noticed in the last couple of years, you see a lot more tripping and a lot more throwing and less swing, swing, swinging. Now, of course, you still have your guys, as Jay Brooks reminded us in his final international competition, who will still walk up to you and drop you with a single swing of their axe. But those people have always been few and far between, and they will always be few and far between. 
However, most, dare I say, the majority of competitors have two feet. So a lot of people can trip and learn traps and sweeps and, and, and throws and tosses. Uh, you're more likely being able to level up in that range than waking up one day and discovering you have one-hit knockout power. So it's probably one of those gear shifts that's also very positive. Let's shout out the world of grappling. So about a year and a half ago, I touched on another trend that I noticed was happening. I mentioned it on Facebook, and uh, this is at one of those times where everything you said on Facebook was going to be dissected microscopically to make sure it was okay with the cancelers, because we don't want to get canceled. Love you, cancel culture. Uh, that kiss was for you. Um, wolf ribs. So wolf ribs are getting big, but as wolf ribs are gaining in popularity, you know what else is simultaneously gaining in popularity? Tiny, teeny, tiny axe heads. I mean, when I first pointed it out a year and a half ago, they were small. And now if you look at the axe heads that people are swinging now, it's pretty crazy. And uh, it seems to have caught the attention of a few more people. Again, not saying I was the only one or the first one, but I definitely remember getting some static when I was like, hey, this is probably going to go bad because the holes in the helmets are getting bigger and the things that we swing at the helmets are getting smaller just seemed like science and math to me, but people got upset. So, But it sounds like even our folks over at Boohert International, for formerly Boohert League, formerly H&B, formerly the people that were really had hard-ons for how, many, how, how dare you protect yourself too much, uh, rumor has it, and again, just a rumor, uh, that they will be allowing an extra eye bar even in their wolf ribs. So... IMCF was always pretty cool with you trying to keep both of your eyes. It's cool to hear that Boo Hurt International is also on board with that now. I mean, better late than never. I'm pretty sure nobody's lost an eye yet, so I guess they could still say they're ahead of the curve. All right, uh, so fitness focus, tiny axes and wolf ribs. Another thing about having that fitness focus is supplementation. I noticed supplementation, vitamins, nutrition is also uh, starting to take a stronghold in the sport, which is fantastic because one without the other kind of makes no sense. If you're working out and then eating all kinds of crap and uh, not taking care of yourself and not using any, vi not taking any vitamins, not keeping track of your mineral uptake, you know, if you're getting sick all the time, it's hard to train. You want to make sure you got those supplements you need. Um, and one of the companies that's making sure you have the supplements that you need is Old School Labs. Old School Labs is a bunch of supplements, a supplement company that's developed by uh, several former professional IFBB Pro bodybuilders and strength athletes as well. Uh, you can find a link uh, to Old School Labs on the Entree de Bisleray Facebook page. And on our Instagram page, I will write down how to spell that. I know it's confusing for some folks, but it'll catch on. Everybody can speak Latin and all this other stuff. One little sentence in French isn't going to hurt you. So it'll go ahead and be in the description of this podcast. And you can hop on the Instagram page or the Facebook page and look at our links and click on that Old School Labs affiliate link. Of course, all the proceeds go to the Wolves Den Combat Academy and the fighters that train there, and the team that fights out of there. We appreciate it, and you're getting some good stuff. 
It's not random guys in a, in a warehouse throwing powders into a jug. It's actually people who know what your body actually needs to perform at certain levels. Uh, I carry their creatine at the gym, so feel free to stop by if you're looking for some great creatine. That's old school labs. Thank you, old school labs. We appreciate you. Good stuff. All right, so Wolves Den Combat Academy. Uh, I mentioned it a couple times. Uh, we are located downtown here in Las Vegas. Um, we train currently three nights a week on average. Uh, you're always welcome to stop by. We're located on the intersection of Western and Industrial. Come on down. Uh, take a look at what we do. Uh, see if it's for you. Uh, decide uh, if you want to start your armored journey. Uh, we plan on doing a lot of fighting uh, coming up here shortly. So with that having been said, we'd love to have you on the team Please come on out and join us. So what's going on with all these different leagues, right? The Alphabet Leagues, you know, people moving, people changing, uh, the leagues themselves changing and moving around. Uh, it's hard for people to keep, keep track. So we're going to see uh, if we can make a little sense of it here. Uh, so first up, uh, we have the ACS. The ACS seems like they're still going strong. Uh, of course they are based out of New Hampshire, the Knights Hall. Um, but they have events coming all over the country and they, you know, are, are, are still, um, open arms, pretty much policy. Seems like it's a great league to fight in. Uh, I've been an ACS member since there was an ACS in 2019 after the whole split, uh, what have you. Um, so ACS is still going strong. ACS is still growing. Uh, ACS still has a lot of fighters. Um, the cool thing about them, and it's not just exclusively them, is that you can be a member of their league and still they have no issue with you fighting in other leagues. So you still get your plenty of fights in. Plus you get to go to all of their events as well. So ACS, not really too much to report on that front, except I hear there's been a slight change in partial ownership. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. Word on the street. And again, this is just a rumor for all the lawyers that might be listening. As uh, one of the co-owners, that's not Jay Brooks, uh, recently uh, left the ACS um, and is now involved with the ACW, who this person spent several years bashing at every turn. So we'll see how that goes. Um, ACW is still around. Again, when I speak about the ACW, I have no ill regard or intent against any of the fighters in the ACW, uh, depending on where you live, which it's getting harder to, you know, this used to be something I would say all the time, but now, you know, with the Boo Herd International Clubs popping up all over the place and ACS spreading like wildfire as well, uh, you're kind of joining the ACW now as a choice. But it used to be if you lived in a certain place where that was the, the prevalent league and you wanted to fight, I could understand if you joined it, but that pond just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Even some folks that were stalwarts of the ACW recently saw the light and uh, decided to go ahead and get out of there. Uh, the issue with them is that usually if your team is registered with them, you kind of can't go fight anywhere else. 
which is kind of a bummer if you want to go to things like Boo Hurt League World Cup. You have to start like a whole other team. Uh, if you want to go, you know, IMCF, then you have to go to other tournaments with another team so you can qualify. So it's, it, it, you know, they're not making it easy, and you figure they would have figured that out by now. But they're still kicking. Uh, you could find them somewhere. Just have to look hard enough. <laughs> As far as Boo Hurt International, formerly Boo Hurt League, formerly HMB, even with all the tumultuous goings on with them over the last couple of years, they're still growing and they're still putting on a lot of stuff and they're still the dominant European way to go. Um, so, you know, if you're in the States and you want to go to things like Boo Hurt League World Cup and you want to go go to things like, you know, what used to be called Boo Hurt Prime, and you're going to have to rack up points, and you're going to have to compete in these Boo Hurt International events. Uh, but, I mean, that's a pretty cool stick. That's a pretty cool carrot that they're waving there. Uh, so, definitely worth doing. And, again, a lot of their events, you know, uh, especially at, like, I think the Challenger level, if they keep those levels from Boo Hurt League, I don't know if they are or not, but a lot of those events, you don't necessarily have to even be a member to compete in those events. So even they understand that the most important thing is for fighters to be able to compete whenever and wherever they want uh, for the opportunities that they desire. So can't fault that. You gotta, you, you have to say you understand where they're coming from on that end and uh, hope that they can uh, continue to keep growing. Um, I'll make a brief mention of it here. Not going to go into too many details, but I recently applied for a Boo Hurt International sponsorship for an event I plan on putting on here in Las Vegas early next year. So as more things come to fruition and more things get solidified on that, I'll definitely be sharing some more information on that. But I want to say thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Boo Hurt Butcher signing off. Any questions, comments, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and leave a review, share it around. It'll be much appreciated. Thank you, folks.